Hi, I'm Chuck. I'm Sean. We're from Toolmonger.com, the web's first tool blog, and this is One Beer Projects. Projects that take about five to ten minutes. You know, about the time it takes to drink a beer. So let's get started. Oh, man, what goes better with a beer than, than grilled grill, burger, oh, grilled yeah. steak, grilled chicken? The barbecue. And it's going to be springtime, too, so yes, it's about it time is. to roll out that grill or, more likely, find out how busted up it is <laughs> and get a new one. Or if you've never grilled before, maybe you know, you're a little concerned about it, we just thought we'd drop you a little line here to let you know how easy it is to get started. When you're getting ready to select a grill, the first thing you're going to want to decide is... Gas is, yeah, or charcoal. Gas or charcoal, exactly. Now, I'm going to kind of say I've, I started out gas and ended up charcoal. Sean's always been a charcoal fan. Yeah, but, I'm afraid so. You know, the t- a lot of people say that the charcoal tastes better, and I have to admit, I think it does now, which is why I'm a charcoal guy, too. There are some other reasons as well we'll get into, but, you know, if you're going to buy a gas grill, I think, you know, the big advantage of a gas grill is that when you turn it off, it's off. Yes, there is no more uh, yeah. There is no more fire. With a charcoal grill, it is going to burn until it's done. Now, you can put water in it, but it's bad, you know? Yeah. So generally, you know, if you need to be able to turn it off or if, you know, you have a, a situation where you'd like to be able to control that, that's a good reason to have a gas grill. And I, I think that the trick with gas is there are a couple of different styles. There's some real big ones. There's some little ones. Uh, I think the trick is that once you get above about $200, you you know there, I divide them into two groups: the above two hundred and the below two hundred. Mm-hmm. Below two hundred, you're talking about throwaway grills. Do not fool yourself that these grills are going to last for longer than a two years max. You see everybody with with broken down grills Look, in their backyard. I from- bought a hundred seventy dollar one and I babied it. You know, I had a cover <laughs> for it. I covered. I cleaned it every time as soon as I was done using it. Sacrifice burgers to the burger guy. Yeah, it it lasted. About a year, one season and part of the next, and then it was junk. <laughs> now, you can buy parts for them. I know you can. Fi- but, you know, the truth is it's kind of hard to get the parts because they come out with new ones so often. Mm-hmm. That you have these universal burners that don't really fit, blah, blah, blah. That's not a bad thing necessarily. I'm just saying that if you're going to spend less than $200, spend a lot less than $200. Get you a cheap one. There you go. You know, throw it away at the end of the season, fine. You Call know? it a day. Above $200, don't buy anything that doesn't have cast iron burners. Because the only real difference between a good grill and a not-so-good gas grill are those burners. You know, the burners, once the burner rusts out in it, you're done. Yeah, you're not going to be cooking anymore. So those cast-iron burners, you know, they can be removed and cleaned. They can be uh, cared for. I mean, they're the kind of things that make it worth paying $400 for a grill. You know, so if you're going to do that, you probably don't need to hear from us. So I'm not going to go too much farther (laughs) into that. but. Another, I, I think the trick to remember, too, with gas grills are that the, the cost of a gas grill versus a charcoal grill, everybody, you know, people are very strongly in each camp, and people will argue, but the truth is they're actually quite similar in cost. Yeah, they vary a little bit as far as what you're spending the money on. Right. I mean, you are going to buy gas for it, but yep. you can go down even by the real expensive exchange, cylinder exchanges. Great if you have a crappy cylinder, by the way. <laughs> it, oh, <laughs> Do you speak from experience? No. No. Of course not. No, but, never. You know, they have, you're still talking about pretty reasonable money for gas. I mean, yeah, it costs like 15 to 20 bucks, but it'll last the whole season in a lot of cases. Oh, you yeah. Know? So I think charcoal is a little more expensive, just in my personal experience. This can be argued, but. Yeah, and you can get crappy charcoal, too, that, that is that is. This is true, but I'm talking cheap, about but... like average, I'm yeah. talking about even what some people would consider non-cheap-ass charcoal, like eight bucks a bag. 
Sure. Uh, you're going to wind up spending a little bit more on charcoal, depending on the size of your grill, of course. You exactly. Know? And But in the end, it ends up kind of washing. You spend more for the gas grill. It costs a little less to operate. You spend a little less for the charcoal grill. It costs a little more to operate. And, and you know, your mileage may vary for either one. So it's kind of a wash there. Now, with charcoal, it's the same kind of, I mean, you have the same kind of deal. Obviously, there are a few different kind of sizes of charcoal grills. Yeah, but generally speaking, the the ones that everybody, you know, that, that uh, when they talk about the grill that dad had and, and the starter like grill, that, the starter grill, you're talking about the, the, the grill that you're probably going to find at your local hardware place or your big box or something like that. It's all pretty much. I like to same. think there are three sizes. There's the little square one, mm-hmm. you know, which goes for about 20 bucks, 20 to 40 bucks. Sure. It's like right? hibachi sized almost. A little bit bigger than hibachi, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, exactly. But real close. And then, you know, there's the medium sized ones like the, uh, like the Weber kettles. Right. You know, that are so mm-hmm. common. I mean, oh, when yeah. you see a drawing of a person standing by a grill and it's charcoal, it's always one of those. It's, a, it's a, one of those old Webers. Yeah. And then the third one is the big ones, the ones that are meant for smoking and that kind of stuff, as well as just direct grilling. Right. Now, I mean, there's a lot of art to this. We're not going to be able to tell you in one beer's worth how everything in the world works. But I think what it comes down to, if you're just looking to get started and you want to grill some burgers, you want to do direct grilling, not smoking. Smoking is tricky because you got to get things down around 200 degrees and then keep it there right. for a long time, like many hours. And it's better to have a firebox. And, right, and where you can add charcoal and all kinds of crap like that. Right. If you're just doing basic, I want to grill some steaks, I want to grill some chicken, I want to grill some burgers. Um I personally think that the middle size is the way to go. Yeah, I don't think you're going to have uh, too much argument with that over here. It's You can get a family's worth or a picnic's worth of burgers on a grill with one light of charcoal and be good to go. Exactly. And, you know, you can always... Uh, I think the thing to remember, too, with, with a charcoal grill is that it's just a fire pit. Yeah, it's with, just a with box a with fire yeah, in it. You know? Exactly. So... They're not real complex, and you're not getting a lot of extra features. In fact, the only kind of real features that you sort of have to deal with on charcoal grills are, uh, number one, some of them will have a removable uh, ash pot. pan on the mm-hmm. bottom, ash mm-hmm. pot on the bottom, so that essentially when you're all done, you can you can and, and it's completely burned down, you can scoop all the ashes through a, a hole in the bottom into this can, pull the can off, and go dump them. Sure. Um, also trays, right? Um, on the on located on the sides or, or underneath, and they come with different, uh, you know, uh, tool hangers and and you know, different things like that, and and you can get kind of crazy with those as well. And at the high end, you also will get some where the grill on which you cook, uh, ro- is hinged in the middle, so that you can move your food over mm-hmm. to one side, open the hinge, and add more charcoal. Right. Uh, that's something that's a big deal, especially when you're doing, uh, you know, the the uh, baking with it where you're putting the fire on one side and your food on the other sure. or when you're smoking or that kind of thing. So probably not something you need to be concerned with. I personally uh, now have a $40, $45 on sale midsize charcoal grill that works great. Yeah. I mean, I can cook uh, steaks, potatoes, and and vegetables on the grill for three people, steaks and potatoes for four and, uh, I mean, this is a cheap grill. 
Yeah, and it's going to last you for a while. I mean, it's not one of those throw it away after next year type of thing. It'll last you for two to three years, five if you take care of it. But really, if you just get the hanker in a couple of years or you know a year down the road, it costs you forty bucks. Right. Get you another one. Get you another one. You I, know? I guess the thing that that converted me was you know Sean here always had a grill. I had a gas grill, <laughs> and every season I'd have to rebuild it or replace it, and I'd always be caught out without one. And Sean's like, got this stupid little box, and it works fine. <laughs> Twenty five dollars. Right. I found it a big box. And it's it's not even as nice. So I as finally yours. gave in and I bought the one I have now. I've been using it for I guess a season and a half, and it's showing no signs of deterioration. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's they're I'm basic and, and usable, you know. And you know, there's a lot of argument too. And believe me, it's good, and you should get in on it as as to what's the best charcoal to use. Uh, some people. Uh, Real connoisseurs say you use hardwood charcoal. You light it in a chimney. You don't use any lighter fluid. I got to tell you, I am lazy. I and use Kingsford match, match light. light. <laughs> <laughs> I use it. I know you can taste the fluid a little bit. You know what? I'm used to it. I like it. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's fine. I, I'm into that. So you're going to tell them how you light it. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> Kingsford, Kingsford's going to call us. Stop telling people that. Actually, I light yours most of the time. I light it too. Actually, I, as much as you do. When you're not here, Sean just won't let anybody. Here's the deal. I light it with a map gas torch. And no, you should not do that. It's for sweating pipes. Yeah, but it's way fun. <laughs> and it works real quick. So anyway, I'm not advising you to do that. In fact, do not ever do that. I won't let anyone else do it either. Yeah, thanks I for just, mentioning it. But I, I just do it. Anyway, bottom line, cheap charcoal. I mean, it's like eight bucks a bag. You can get charcoal for like four bucks a bag, but it's just... It's kind of a pain. And it doesn't burn as, as if this makes any sense. It doesn't Evenly, burn as even. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, just like this stuff. It's so easy to use, and you can fire it right up, and uh, especially the way you do it. And, <laughs> I mean, it's ready to cook in 10 or 15 minutes. I mean, if and, and I know some of you, any of you who've had any cooking experience are going to pass right over this section, but just a really quick how-to if you've never grilled before. You know, it's real easy. Once you got your grill put together and everything, you know, empty out anything from from past uses, you know, just drop the bottom grill in there, put in the correct number of, of charcoal uh, briquettes, briquettes, stack them up real good, get it lit from the bottom so that they burn up. When they're starting to look at it's easy to do at night, which we always seem to end up doing. Mm -hmm. um, you can see them glow inside so you know that they're all, all going real well. Otherwise, look for a good coating of ash on, on them. Knock them over, spread them out. Put your food on. Remember that it's going to cool down a little as it goes. You want to control temperature, you control temperature with how much air you put in. Exactly. You know, there are vents usually on the bottom if you have one of those ash pots we're talking about, and there are vents on the top of the grill. If you want to cool it down, close the vents. Yeah. You know, that's all it is to it. You also get a smoked flavor a little bit more if you close the vents. My secret with steaks, I just put them on and I sear them while it's nice. Uh, you know, when, when everything's real hot, I just leave it wide open to sear them. Once I've seared it, I close it down pretty good and let it kind of bake slowly and, and smoke it throughout. So yeah. It works great. And you can uh, be having your beer during exactly. that time. Which is, I always thought of charcoal grills as more of a social event. Exactly. And I guess on that note, let's uh, finish our beers and wrap this up. Yeah, you know, we probably were a little long on this, but hey, you know, that's you don't do grilling fast. You go out and you stand there around it and you watch the fire burn down and you drink a beer and it's yeah, just... Yeah, you know, you have some conversation and it's good. Then later you have some meat. Exactly. It's I mean, good. Or anything else. It, it, 
let's just review. I mean, gas or charcoal, they're both acceptable. Don't let anybody tell you that one's bull and one's not. Just they're decide both which is better for you. Um, personally, I'm a charcoal guy now, but I've been a gas guy in the past. So uh, if you're buying a gas grill under $200, over $200, if you're going to get a cheap one, just get a real cheap one and don't worry about it. You're going to throw it away at the end of the season, maybe next season. If you're getting uh, one of the big ones, make just damn sure that you get... Uh, Cast iron burners. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, charcoal grills, three types, small, medium, large. Uh, the large kinds are for smoking and that kind of thing, and you probably already know what the hell you're doing if you're buying one of them. Uh, the medium and small type are identical. They're just a little bit different feature-wise. Sure. I mean... There are only a few features. The ash pot is really useful. Get one with an ash pot. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it is. It'll save you time cleaning the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, other than that, it's just practical stuff. And uh, you can buy expensive charcoal and all kinds of specialty tools if you like. Uh, we can't imagine if, you, if you're if you a toolmonger like us, you're going to end up with a shop full of them. But, I mean, I'll, I'll just go ahead and admit that I, uh, you know... <laughs> I use an old jack handle to push the, <laughs> the coals push around. The coals around. I just don't really care. So I like eating and drinking beer and standing around. So oh yeah, it's good stuff. It's all there, man. Speaking of, uh, let's let's get this done so we can go do that. That would be a good thing. That's what we're gonna do. Well, this has been a one beer project, and if you would like to know more, you can check us out at toolmonger.com. We're gonna go have some barbecue.